Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. And right out of the gate, I want to apologize for my raspy, uh, weak, crackly voice. If it cracks like Peter Brady at some point during this, I apologize in advance because I've been sick. I'm recovering from a cold, and uh, it's been a struggle, folks. I'm not going to lie. But uh, I, think I'm, uh, I think I've turned the quarter on this thing, and I'm back. I feel pretty good, and uh, I hope I'm going to be uh, 100% in a week and a half because I am going to Croatia. Yes, my triumphant return back to Croatia. I'm very excited about it. Uh, calling all friends who are listening overseas in Europe, if you're going to be in Croatia in August or in the area, or maybe you'd like me to come visit you somewhere in uh, Europe. I uh, have no plans after visiting Croatia. Maybe I'll stay there the whole time. I don't know. I don't even have a return flight booked. That's how I'm rolling this trip, folks. I've got a one-way there and a no ticket back. So uh, I hope to meet up with some friends of the show who've, uh, who've done this show. Jimmy Swift will be there. And you can hear him on an earlier episode, two earlier episodes, actually. And uh, Ashley Colburn, big TV star in Croatia. She's on uh, an earlier episode of the Travel Tales podcast. I'm hoping to meet up with them both and also some friends I've met on my first trip there. So I'm very excited about it. Also, I want to apologize uh, about the email, my Mike at TravelTalesPodcast.com email address. Had a few problems last week and uh, some problems with the changeover with the new site. And I apologize to those people who were trying to reach me and couldn't. But the website, uh, hopefully, is back up and running now. I have all uh, indications that it is fine. So um, you can write me at Mike at TravelTalesPodcast.com. And speaking of TravelTalesPodcast.com, that is our website. Have you seen the website, folks? Wow, is it fantastic. Go to the website, listen to the episodes, download them. You can listen to the two-minute teasers. You can find our links, of course, to iTunes, to Stitcher Radio, to LinkedIn, to Instagram, to Twitter. Oh, have I covered all social media? Boy, oh boy. Uh, but there's little uh, icons for each one of those. Click on them all. Subscribe. If you're on those, uh, especially if you're on iTunes, why not give us a good rating? That would help us uh, immensely, helps people find the show, boosts our presence, and uh, brings more listeners. So that's a cool thing and costs you nothing because all this is free. Coming out of my time, my energy, my pocket. Boy, I'm a giver. So that's pretty much all I have to say. Looking forward to Croatia. There's going to be uh, episodes releasing the whole time I'm gone. I'm going to record some episodes while I'm gone. Uh, with some people overseas, and I can't wait to see them. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So that's it. Right now, let's sit down with the lovely and charismatic Miss Christina Myers. Enjoy. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm here with Christina Myers. How are you? I'm great. We just met uh, recently. We did. Like the other night. Yeah, on another radio show. On another podcast. Is it radio or is it... Oh, good call. Because they're calling it it Radio Titans. I guess it is pod pod radio. Can that be a new thing? Internet radio? Yeah. We'll call it that? That is, yes, it is internet radio. Okay. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so aside from being on the internet radio, you are an actress. I am. I'm an actress and comedian. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been? Uh, so you just moved out from New York a year ago I to did. LA. Mm-hmm. So I lived in, no, this would have been way before your time. I did comedy. I lived in New York in 96, 97. Oh. But uh, well, I, think I would that... have known you comedy wise then. Whatever. No, no. In 96, actually, my mother was living in Manhattan and I was sneaking out of the apartment to buy candy on the corner. So maybe we walked past each other. Nice. But... Yeah, I think I was I was twelve. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> so now that's now, nice. Yeah, I, sh- I should have been depressed. going to the comedy club at twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so where, you grew up in in New Orleans. I did. Yeah, mostly. That just seems like a crazy place to grow up. It's a crazy place to grow up. Okay, when I got to college in New York, I met a bunch of people on our floor, and I and I said, "Great, I read about this awesome club. Like, let's go clubbing." And uh, and I was, you know, I had a fake ID because that's very New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And um and when we got there, do they even ask in New Orleans? <laughs> you know they do okay they do ask they didn't used to no you know oh god i'm having all these flashbacks one time as a joke my friend and i we used a blockbuster card and we flashed and we were like yeah hey you know we're like here's our id <laughs> and the guy let us in oh i know this is the beauty of being a uh, uh an attractive lady probably See, i mean you know i get carded 
I would I would not get into the bar with a um, blockbuster card at eighteen. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. you're right. You're no. right. I mean, I feel like it was a little smug of us. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't think our at parents. At that point, you're just rubbing his it. face in it. Yeah, here's my here's my ID. Yeah. So tell me about uh, New Orleans and when you moved to New York and why. Okay. Well. Well, oh, I was just going to finish the tail end of the of the story, which okay. essentially was that this girl, she said, everyone looks like they're 21 or older here. And I said, that's right. It's a club. So, you know, <laughs> use your ID. So, uh, and you know, she didn't have an ID. And that was that. Um, speaking of, I Ooh, think... the cops the, are here. They heard the about your ID story. my story. Oh. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Uh, no, Big so, city ambiance. Yeah. I grew up in New Orleans mostly. Um, and then and then for college, I went to New York. And that, that was it. I oh. moved to... Did you go to NYU? Uh, oh, I went to Columbia. Oh, well. Hi. Oh, Hi. threw some Ivy League at me. Okay. Did. And, uh, well, I mean, that, that's a big jump. I mean, like my, my sister and her husband, they teach in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, I don't know that much about New Orleans, but uh, a lot of the South and a lot of, especially in Florida, the schools are not that great. Mm. And if uh, any of the students are really good. <laughs> you know, really ambitious. Yeah, they all leave the state. Yeah, I mean, they they had a thing when I was growing up in the newspapers. They'd write all the time about the brain drain in yeah. New Orleans. And the same thing in Florida. It's like yeah. if you're like valedictorian or test really good on the SATs, uh, you're up to New England or someplace. You're not, right. you know, because the schools there are really like. Well, my friend and they're I football schools. They're like, <laughs> you know, yeah. So did you tour Columbia and that? Like what sold you on it, or do you say I'm going to New York and that's how it is? I said I'm going to New York and that's how it is. It was going to be New York or LA. I'd never really spent any time in really? LA. Even at like 17, you knew it was going to be New York or LA. I did. Were you acting like as a kid? I well, I wanted to be doing more of it. I was doing theater. Well, kids all want to be on TV and stuff like no. that. It's different to being of like yeah, I want no, to but train I was, as I was an actor. Driven. Yeah, at a young age, I I was like I'm going to be an actor. Actually, I saw King Kong growing up. I was I was five, and King Kong was on like you know we didn't even have cable. It was you know black and white. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever at my I think my friend's house, you know, up the road, and uh, and I distinctly remember this film and the little woman being waved in the air with King Kong, and I thought that looks like fun. But an actress moving to New York City and going to college, my first instinct, like I asked, would be NYU. Why did you pick Columbia? Oh, NYU was intimidating. It was, and I remember the guy that that came to our high school to talk about the school, kind of was a bit dour and he didn't sell NYU well at all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you yeah. write him a letter letter? You might want to uh, look into that guy. Yeah, NYU, you're, you're putting some bad press out there. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was surprised because I think I was very wide-eyed and like, oh, I'm going to come to NYU. And, uh... and so he thought, well, I'm going to help this girl by making her not feel special and excited about NYU. Uh, but it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's true that NYU doesn't really have as much of a, an infrastructure and Columbia is a lot more, you know, kind of there is a campus. There's more of a... Right. But that was a bit of a lie, too. But you could I mean, live in the village in NYU. I just love the village. It's true, but, but Harlem has its own charms. My cousin Very just uh, moved there. I will be there this weekend. Oh, nice. In Harlem specifically? Yeah, it's 127th, I think she oh, moved there. Yeah, yeah. She's, up, she's up in it. Yeah. They bought this cool, like, uh, three-story brownstone. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. A lot of cool I, stuff I on 125th. Yeah. I was in Bill Clinton's uh, office there. Oh, and I saw, I saw your Bill Clinton photo yes. when I came in. Yes, Bill and I, we go way back. <laughs> Um, I, uh, but that's a cool little uh, funky one, little area. Yeah, one twenty fifth. What I really like about it is the street culture. Like, there's just yeah. people hanging out and people playing music, and you know that feels very New Orleans, actually. Yeah, but I mean, New York is not New Orleans. So, was no. there culture shock when you went up there? I mean, you you had been there as a kid, so it's I, not like yeah. you were a stranger to New York. I was gonna say yeah, and I think I was I was sort of snotty in my you know like savviness, like oh we just take the train. Oh, that's right. how we did. Uh huh. With my Come blockbuster on, ID, I'm, I'll be in the limelight. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> exactly. The uh, I think more of a culture shock would be you would have been like going to Iowa or something. That would have been that it would have been yeah. crazy for you. Yeah, I was looking at a school called Bowdoin for a little while, which is up in Maine, and it's super isolated. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I thought, wow, I get to eat lobster every week, <laughs> <laughs> which is good for the first week, and then you're like, well, oh, this is cold. I know. Yeah, no. So I, I didn't go there. I don't. It's funny because I look the whole college process. I remember my only comment after I looked at a bunch of them. They all seemed kind of the same. And then I thought, I thought, well, Columbia doesn't have a lot of trees, and that gave me pause. <laughs> and somehow I ended up there. I don't know. <laughs> so I was well, like trees, over, you know. No, trees are nice. Who doesn't beautiful. love trees? I know. Oxygen. Speaking of travel, this island Socotra. Do you know it? Off the coast of Yemen. No. Oh, you need to Google images. Everyone online. Can you spell it? Um, no. C- is it with no, a Q? It's S O C C O T R A, I think. Okay. 
Um, Off the coast of Yemen. Yemen, yeah. All right. And it's in the Red Sea, and there's such bad crosswinds and this sort of thing that sometimes it's very hard to get to the island. But it looks straight out of like Avatar or something. I mean, wild trees that are almost growing upside down or something. I mean, really, yeah, amazing. I love this. It's fascinating. I got to find this place. I know. It's my dream to go there. Oh, man. I oh. met someone who went there. I have an eccentric friend who lived in Yemen for a while. <laughs> <laughs> an eccentric friend and lived in... Yeah. She... Not from there? They just chose no, no. Yemen? No, in blonde hair, blue eyed from New Orleans. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. And she learned Arabic in Morocco. And wow. Then, yes. And then did a special program in Yemen and then lived there for a while at a sheikh's home or something. And Oh, my gosh. I know. And she actually gets red flagged when she comes into the country. They search her Oh, absolutely. That's like a She's, hotbed over there, Yemen. I know. But, but lovely lady. I want to go back to New Orleans just for yeah. a second because <laughs> it's one of the few cities in this country. There's a handful of them that are really unique. And um, people always ask me when I'm overseas, we're coming to America. What, where should we go? New Orleans. I give them New York, Chicago, New Orleans, San Francisco. Yeah. And they all want to go to Vegas and I can't talk them out of it. Well, <laughs> it's a bit like going to all the cities in right, one right, day. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know? But um, Vegas is fun. For two days. It's yes, fun. two days. Yes. And I, that's what I tell them. Sick. I say, go there, but you go two days, three tops, and then you got to get out. I, I really recommend Santa Fe as well. Santa Fe is great. I find that's really unique. It's just out of the way. You know, if yeah. you're, they only have a You've limited have beaten weeks. path, you know. All right. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Sounds like you're giving them a good itinerary. Yeah, I've been around a little bit. But New Orleans is just cool. And it's just it's uh, cool. different with the, the different culture. Did you get a sense as a kid growing up there that this place is different than like most of America? I, yeah. Or you just take it for granted? No, I don't think we do. I think we're aware of it and we're really proud. And, um, you know, I mean, we get a week off of school during Mardi Gras to run the streets. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be great. Yeah. And I, you know, gosh, I feel like it's terrible I refer to this stuff. But, you know, in high school, we would run into a lot of our teachers at bars and there were sort of a list of bars that you didn't go to because your teachers would be there. <laughs> you know, I mean, but it was for the music scene as well. I wouldn't say it's just like debauched drinking or something. I mean, I had a pretty wholesome childhood i feel i just happened to be in the midst of but as a kid just, i don't know yeah no just as a kid <laughs> by uh, just osmosis being on the street you're gonna see a lot of crazy stuff yeah whether yeah. it's you know drug related drink related or sexual related right yeah sometimes people try to like make jokes and and um, and then they'll say oh christine you're so gullible because you like fell for this story like that you thought it was real and i always just say no no i've just seen a lot you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it seemed it seemed plausible <laughs> Every time I go to New Orleans, I gain like, I think, 10 pounds in a week. You do gain 10 pounds. How did I, you stay thin? Um, I would say it yo-yoed for a good while. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I fast before I go. I just wrote a friend an email. Oh, really? I said, yeah. And I told her, I said, that you're going sense. to gain 10 pounds before you go, like when you get there. <laughs> and you shouldn't try and fight it because the food is so oh, epically so good. good. They have more Michelin stars than New York. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Just food alone you go, but then you throw in the music and the culture. I mean, it's, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and the music spilling out into the streets. The architecture, everything. It's just really cool. Yeah, yeah. But kind of a, it's a, it's a dangerous city. You it know, is. You got to be really careful. I always warn people about that. You know, you wander two blocks off in the wrong direction. You're like, whoa, hey. Yeah, I feel like it's gotten a little better. But um, in high school, yeah, we would draw maps for people and we'd say, you know, you stay within these blocks. And if you leave it, you will die. You know, <laughs> yeah, we'd right. say it like that. We'd make it menacing and be like, you will die. <laughs> Were you there for Katrina? Uh, yeah. Um, my family was. And I had just come home from school and I left everything laying on my floor and hightailed it to a, a school program in Brazil. So I was actually in Brazil studying the Atlantic Forest in a oh, in really? state. Yeah. And, but what's interesting is I decided to then travel by myself after. And, um, and when the hurricane hit our home and our, our house did flood, um, I lost everything that I'd left laying on the floor like a, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, where I just thought, oh, I don't, I don't clean. I don't make my bed. Um, yeah. So I lost everything. And then also the bank that I was using the car, you know, my bank card went underwater and it stopped working. So you didn't have a credit card overseas. Right. And I never wanted to carry cash because right. Brazil is famous for muggings. So I had, you know, five hay ice on me or something, <laughs> which is, you know, you could buy a, a fried... Yeah, nothing. Yeah, an empanada on the street, you know. Yeah. Um, that was terrible pronunciation. My mother's Colombian and I just said that like American style, like empanada. Empanada. Okay. Yeah, I had an empanada. Um, which in Brazil, they sell different things there anyway. They're not called empanadas, but they're very similar. Yeah. They're yeah, like yeah. little... Anyway. 
fried meat pouches. Fried meat pouches. <laughs> Again, great for you. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. My health was wonderful. Actually, Brazil was the fattest I'd ever been. And when I got home to New York, I was walking down the street and I saw my crush and I, I jumped in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped in the nearest bush. <laughs> but uh, I, mean, I, I will admit, though, I mean, I, I, when I was in Brazil, I've been, I was there for like 10 days. I don't think I saw uh, a vegetable once. Yeah, and then how do they, uh, they stay love so meat. attractive? They love meat. But I think they just move around a lot, and it's dancing. It's got to yeah. be dancing. Oh, it is it's probably dancing. It's portions. It's dancing. It's portion control. Right. They only and... have one fried meat pouch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you got, you know, you got a lot of pressure down there with the, the bikinis, the Brazilian bikinis. Yeah, well, but what's interesting about Brazil is you'd think they'd be judgmental, but they kind of seem to love everyone's body type. Mm. And it's like the lumpier or weirder you are, the more they love you. There's no body shame. Yeah, no body it. shame. It was kind of wonderful. Yeah. I was like, I'm fat and beautiful, you know, and I just like run down the beach. <laughs> so let, let's talk about Brazil then. What, was that your first time in South America? Did you, why did you pick there? Well, it, it wasn't. My, so my mother's Colombian. So you didn't want to go to Colombia? No. And what's interesting, <laughs> I actually love Brazil more now. I mean, oh. shame on me. It's, Brazil, she, she heard you say that? I know. I was thinking that as I said it. I haven't told the family, but, <gasps> oh. but Brazil's... You've heard the, it here first. Yeah. Meyer's family. Oh. Mom. Mom. I still love you, Mom. Mama. Yeah. Mommy. <laughs> oh, Mommy. Yeah. So tell me, why, why Brazil? It's, well, it was originally for a program, and I, I really didn't know that much about it. And I was all like, I'm a scientist. And this is before I thought I'd do acting. Right? I briefly got distracted and thought, I need a backup to my career. You what know? were you studying? What kind of science? Environmental biology. Okay. So you went down there for the Amazon? No. The Atlantic Forest it's uh oh. yeah, Macha Atlantica. It's the last um like rainforest remnants, you know, in Okay. Yeah. So what part of uh, were of you Amazon. north? Were you up by Bahia or were you up by like Yeah, I was in Sao Paulo State. Oh, which, you were down. Okay. Yeah, so I was in the mountains north of the giant city. I um, didn't go to I was only in Rio and Buzios, but I didn't go to right. Sao Paulo. Well, Sao Paulo I, is is it the biggest now? It's, it's up there. Yeah, I like think it's over like the... it's like twenty six million people. It's crazy. Right, and it feels like it. Yeah, I actually I had a great time in Sao Paulo. I had a local guide that like knew the area, so he took me around and and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what was Went his to name? The opera House. Joao. <laughs> oh, I love that name, Joao. Yeah. No, his name was. Uh, Luis? Oh, sure he was. I yeah. Don't, I, mean, I don't think I remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the memories are, are better. They are. You know, when you travel that much, I always thought, of course, I'll remember everyone's names. And now there are, there are gaps. Yeah. Facebook like, helps now a lot. I don't know, though. but I was drinking a capirinha and a coconut when I met yes. him. <laughs> yeah. You were obviously enjoying yourself. You're your heaviest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. No, it was, it was totally like fat. He didn't up. seem to mind. He didn't see no, mine at no, all. No, I told you. No, Brazil's like, <laughs> you know, I think Brazil, it's like they respond to happiness more than... Yeah, there is a love of, of life down there. Yeah. That you don't get in... Um, I mean, you get a little bit of it in Spain and, and things like that. Well, in not even as Europe. much as in Colombia. Like, Colombia has it, you know, Colombia, yeah. but Brazil has it more. I mean, Brazil's a bit like South America with electricity, like, you know, going through you. It's like if you put your finger in a socket, you're like... Right, right, right. Where am I? I'm stopping, <laughs> you know? How did you do with Portuguese? I learned it. I picked it up. Easy? Or uh, did you know Spanish before? I did, yeah. Okay, well, that helps. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a lot of just letter changes. Like the D makes a G sound and the T makes yeah, a Ch. Yeah, it was just close the... enough. I can get by in Spanish a lot of places, but Portuguese, I found, was just, it was just close enough to screw you up. It's pretty crazy. You know? Yeah. It and it sort of like... has a French influence, too. They make some, yeah. some sounds. It that kind of sounds Italian sound. in a way. And it, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Crazy. I actually briefly dated a Portuguese guy from Portugal. And I remember he was like, oh, like, tu you speak Portuguese. You know, yeah, Portuguese. but Brazilian Portuguese, which they think so different. is like, yeah, it's way different. So different. Because I went to Brazil and I had a Portuguese phrase book. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was Portugal Portuguese oh, phrase book. No. And I'm like going over the words and I'm saying stuff. And they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't say that here. Yeah, in Brazil, you sort of <laughs> don't have to finish the sentence. Like you, the endings of it, you just sort of leave it hanging and they totally know what you're saying. So right. it made it actually very easy to yeah, okay. speak sort of this broken, you know, yeah. Portuguese. How long were you down there? Um, six months. Six months. Okay. Yeah. So this is during college? Yeah, it was. Okay. I took, I, so I ended up taking a semester off after the hurricane hit my home. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't fit. So I was actually stranded. I had no money. And I met these British girls who loaned me money to like travel back down the coast. It was a crazy trip. I, I ended up oh, on a gosh. sailboat and I was supposed to sail to, from, 
<laughs> from Fortaleza to, to Miami. And then. Okay, and then I our... got. So you were a drug mule, is what you're saying. You're, no, you're not, not at that point. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> not yet. And your mom is from Colombia. Wait oh, a minute, no. hold the phone. No, I've never trafficked drugs. <laughs> never. Never. Not even a joint for myself <laughs> okay. later. How did you end up. What, uh, how did, you say you just ended up on a boat? How does a, how does one end up on a boat? Um, how to, I a friend who had also so many friends everywhere. I, I there was a, whose someone, names you can't remember, right? <laughs> no, um, this lovely lady. Oh, her name is Nikki, and she had also been on on this environmental biology program, and she was a bit of an eccentric also. So she uh, was traveling by herself throughout Brazil, and I get an email from her saying, "Hey, I found this sailing crew that needs." They need like, women. Yeah, they need women. <laughs> no, I was a yeah, little. They're just. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't imagine two. Uh, you know, college gals would have a trouble. I was a little worried. Space yeah. on a boat. Right. I was uh-huh. a little worried, but it ended up being totally fine. It was this lovely South African guy whose wife or girlfriend had ha- she had to leave? They they weren't able to finish the leg of their trip. They'd already sailed this boat from South Africa to Brazil, and then they're supposed to go from Brazil to Miami. But sailing's difficult. You have to have a team. Yeah. Is this their boat, or is it? Were they sailing it for some rich dude? For some rich dude. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I knew some people who did that. <laughs> right. So really lovely guy. He actually he got upset with our partying because the boat had a rope. He didn't pull it into dock close enough. So there was a rope that you would swing from the dock onto the boat. <laughs> And uh, and so at night we'd come home at like three in the morning and swing onto the boat and and he got upset. So you weren't of, carrying your weight and work wise on this boat. <laughs> kind of became a dad like yeah. figure. <laughs> you were like anchors, literally, uh, yeah. eating their food, drinking their booze. <laughs> kind of not pulling up the rope or uh, mainsail, whatever, right? Right. Whatever they do. Well, we sailed for six hours once. We thought we were actually leaving, and then it turned out there was a, a leak on the in the fuel tank. Oh. Yeah. So we left for six hours, and I got extremely nauseous, and I thought, oh, this was a terrible idea. I, I never should have joined the yeah, sailing sounds like crew. My, I get seasick. That would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> it was terrible. How and long did you last? I was secretly hugely Just relieved. six hours? That was your six whole... Six hours. Okay. Six hours on the open seas. <laughs> oh, man. We were... That guy must have been pissed. Did he have to like turn around and like take you back? And... Oh, yeah. Oh. And then it began to feel like purgatory. So every day we'd sit by this pool drinking out of coconuts and, uh, and playing gin rummy day after day. <laughs> And I remember walking through the shipyard because we had to re-register our boat and it was like in the open hot sun and I don't know, it was just, Brazil was, you know, it's beautiful until you realize you can't ever leave, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Did you, uh, so after that six months, did that make you want to be an actress more or did it's like science is not for me or did you come back with a different kind of... Purpose? I loved my experience, but I do remember thinking, you know, I'm I'm just I'm extremely social, and I feel like acting facilitates that, and I and I just knew that that's what I always wanted to do, and I thought, oh, why am I getting sidetracked? You know, what's right. this hoobly gosh? Like, no more. <laughs> you know, enough of these six hour boat tours. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a little more like, okay, why am I traveling all over the place? I'm going to try and buckle down and be focused on this craft that I allegedly love. Right. Well, it's not like it's not like you're turning that down to go be an accountant either, you know. Right. Nothing against accountants out there. Travel gave me wonderful insight. I mean, the things I've learned. Yes, which is what one of the things we love about it. Right. Well, I'll say this. Okay, this is like acting. You know, dialogue isn't as important as people think. I mean, you communicate so much through your actions. And um and I mentioned a little on our, our other podcast about, you know, travel relationships. Yeah. Call them, you know, travel boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. And they you know, you love them completely and maybe you could spend a lifetime with them, but it's, yeah. you know, maybe three weeks. Like the guys whose name you can't remember right now. I can't now. remember his name now. <laughs> <laughs> so, he wasn't he wasn't one of the he didn't go into the love file. Okay, that's he good. He was just you know <laughs> nice It's guy. Brazil. You do you, you do what you can. Yeah, you know. You don't have to bye. make you don't have to make excuses for Brazil. Right. The, so you got back to New York. You say, I'm going to go for the acting theater. 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 Ah. Did you do musicals? <laughs> a Did little you? bit. Ah. I dabbled. I, don't, I actually don't love, I appreciate if it's a good one. Um, you know, cabaret is so much right. fun. It's so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I did you do it. like that on like the off Broadway stuff? And did you do? All I did that? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I did some off Broadway plays. I did a, a TV pilot in New York. Actually, um, it was for Showtime. It didn't go anywhere. In the end, I actually, so Columbia, a lot of famous people drop out and I secretly was harboring this hope that, you know, success would hit my last semester and I wouldn't <laughs> get the, the diploma. Like it was almost like a bad omen to get right, the right. diploma. We're on a Columbia University now, not right. the country. Oh, yes. 
thank you for clarifying. A lot of Colombia in your life. It's yeah, very yeah, confusing. my friends. Your would mom, get your uh, your school. Yeah, they would. My friends would say, "They're like, wait, are you in the country or the school?" I don't. <laughs> oh, I was talking about going swimming in Colombia, and my friends were like, "Well, there's a pond on campus." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that beautiful Harlem pond. That must be great. I'm sure it's very clean. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine just told me he got an infection from going swimming in the water here in Los Angeles. Oh, I don't. Oh, it happens all the time with surfers. They get earaches and oh ear infection. I've, I've had a friend. He surfs a lot. I'm horrified. I'm never getting in this water. Yeah, you never want. Well, it's not. It's a lot better than it used to be, mm. which is something to be said for the EPA. You know, 40 okay. years ago, and the air is better than it was. Oh. You know, so there is something to be said for government regulation. But right. Other so, than that, but you don't want to go in like after a rain at uh, all, because the storm drains drain out into the uh, ocean. Oh, which is good planning. Great to know. Isn't it good? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so glad to know. I would just like to say to everyone who's listening, uh I went to the beach here when I first moved and I, and I got tar on my feet. Oh yeah. And then yeah. I mucked up my friend's bathtub whose place I was staying at. And uh That and is another thing that I does happen. I washed it yeah. with like olive oil and all kinds of weird products I could find in the ba- in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, somebody just posted something that is it was it olive oil that takes off Tar or vinegar or something it like worked. that. It worked. It's a mix. I I did a mix. Okay. You could probably just use vinegar. <laughs> I put a caparina on mine. It's, yeah. I find that to be very helpful. I, I poured the coconut caparina on it <laughs> and it started scrubbing. So, okay, you're in New York. You're acting. Mm-hmm. And then you said you went... Uh, where else did you say? You, I knew you would spend some time in Europe? Or you yeah, did? well, I went to a theater school in Paris called uh, the Théâtre du Jacques Lecoq. Oh, well... Yeah. Okay, now this is getting good. So yeah, post-Columbia University or? Post, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I went to a theater, Mime. Clowning. I was going to say Mime. Yeah. It is. It's a mix of Mime. Well, I mean, it's a it's I a just clown see you with a painted face and the, and the striped movement. shirt with the beret. Yeah, I have a character actually named Kiki de Baguette, and she, <laughs> she wears a striped <laughs> shirt. Has baguette everywhere she goes. I take photos on red carpets with her baguette. See, when we joke about it, but like uh, America, they think of mime, they think of that. that Right, yeah. But it really is a respected art form in France, isn't it? Oh, it's so hard to do. I mean, it's like being a professional dancer. I mean, the the craft and and control over your body. So you're this uh, American girl coming over there to study. Yeah. Were you the only one that in the class or like no, only American girl? No, it was super international. Uh, there were like Australians and Norwegians and a Turkish girl and uh, and some French people. Okay. Yeah, but all the classes were taught in French, so that was hilarious. So that I put mean, you under the fire. You right. learned quickly. Yes, we did. I did learn quickly, but I also would get up and do an exercise, and they'd say "c'est juste," but uh, not exactly what I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would say just like. Why don't they know, just mime their criticisms? Right, you I think. wish. Yeah. <laughs> they were aggressive. They were nasty. If they there's one school that doesn't need you. the language, <laughs> you know, come on, it's the mime school. Right. When I, I called looking for. Um, financial aid through some grant programs here in the U.S. And, uh, and I said, oh, the, it's called Jacques Lecoq. And the guy, the guy laughed at me on the phone for like 10 minutes. We're mature. We're so I mature know. in this country. Well, so how long did that school last? I, mean, I admittedly say. Um, it's, it's a year-long program. Oh, I, wow. I ended up only doing six months. Oh, no. Really? I know. Well, it got a little crazy there. Well, did you? Did they set you up with like a place to live? And... No, they did not. Which was the crazy part. Okay, here uh, we go. Here we yeah, go. Yes, I had quite an exciting. Syrian, housing. some bad arrondissement. <sighs> I just like saying arrondissement. Yeah, no, I ended up in a really nice one. I was Ooh. like in Trocadero over by the Eiffel Tower, mm. but it was I did, I found it through Craigslist. Really? Dun dun dun. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't. I, I say that delicately. Craigslist me... du Craig. Least right. Craig. The the story gets much. You know crazier so was this a creepy roommate situation no we actually did a housing swap because i didn't want to give up my apartment in new york Uh. and then yes and then it seems she hoodwinked me this lady who came and she actually ended up uh changing the schedule she i I was supposed to live at her place for like a year and then and then she showed up in new york and lived in my place with me still there for like a week or something and when i got to paris i'd been in my in the apartment for one week and she said she called me and said by the way my internship was canceled i'm coming home and I was like, oh. where am I going to live? So Paris is worse than New York. The housing is like insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I so anyway, we had this crazy showdown. Finally, I agree. I'm going to leave my apartment, her apartment, when she leaves mine. And we, we left the keys in the, you know, in the, in the mailbox. That was like our, you know, 
gentlemen's agreement. <laughs> a ladies' agreement. Like showdown at high noon. We drop our keys at the exact same time. Basically. All, so, you know, all how did you time. find a place, a new place? Well, that was quite hilarious as well. I, I, so I'm sitting on the, the stoop of this really nice building, and there's this guy walking back and forth. He seems to be moving in. And it turns out he studied in Canada, so he speaks perfect English. And he says, uh, what are you uh, doing here? Why are you sitting on the stoop? <laughs> and, uh, and I said, oh, well, I'm kind of homeless. And then, <laughs> Again, this only happens to attractive ladies. This it's true. He was also... That guy lets me sit on that stoop forever and doesn't give me a place to live. <laughs> well, yeah, that's exactly. He was also, I think, Moroccan-French. And I, I happened to be wearing these... Um, uh, Fatima hands earrings that I'd gotten from a man in Turkey. <laughs> okay. Which actually also it was like a gift from a, a guy in a jewelry shop. You know, mm. not not a not a travel boyfriend. Right. <laughs> I, again, I feel like I'm, in, I'm you again know, a gift I don't myself. receive or somebody else another man doesn't <laughs> receive from a stranger. This is the this is the woman's travel journal. This is nice. That's what. Yeah. Okay. I'm for women listening. You know, the gifts you can get on the road. So this stranger, this horny stranger, comes up to you and asks <laughs> what's going on. I d- I actually I got red flags all over this. I know. Guy. I would like to share this story because it was so pure and lovely okay. and not well, about be that. Nice. Okay, yeah. Good. You know, everyone always turns it this way, but I have to say that it was very respectful. And his roommate apparently was out of town for the coming week and it's so hard to find an apartment he was like yeah you can just stay at our place and here's the internet password and wow tra la la yeah you know i took him to dinner to say thank you lovely person we're still friends on uh you know his email. name you remember yes ali ali <laughs> well, so <laughs> it's an so, easy one so that was a week he gave you a week right yeah i had a whole week and then what yeah and then <laughs> oh no um i was actually uh in a long distance relationship with a frenchman in new york he lived in New York. I know. Okay. And so he put me in touch with a family friend. Oh, no. Oh, wait. I'm skipping a step. I was still homeless, and I, and I met an American woman at a cafe near uh, Notre Dame. And uh, she started chatting me up, and I explained my homelessness. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, well, I'm on this tour right now, and there's this tour guide, and he knows everything about Paris. He can help you. She's like, come to dinner tonight with us. I said, well, I don't have any friends here, so I went to dinner with them. See, this is the power of yes, you know. I learned this in improv. I think you can relate. Yeah, Mike. yes it's, and. Yes and. Yes, just yes, yes and. and Never deny. Right. So I yes ended and I showed up at dinner and, uh, and he indeed knew everything and he was able to help me. And I actually stayed at his apartment for a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I learned a lot about the city. I went to the low, you know, they have this whole um, public pool system and yeah, it's interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they use the public pools in Amelie. I swam at the public pool with, with oh. him in, in, <laughs> from the Amelie movie. <laughs> so yeah. It was, so you're just vagabond every few weeks you're moving to a different place. Yeah. With a really heavy suitcase that I no couldn't, right. I couldn't move without doing the, you know, batting my eyelashes for some, <laughs> someone to pick up. <laughs> Plus, you're in mime school. You're getting trapped in boxes. You're walking against the wind constantly. Yeah, it was, it was intense. <laughs> we did walk, walk uh, yeah, in the wind. So, I mean, there's this, you know, every, I think everybody has this idea that living in Paris is the most romantic place. And, and this... Oh, let me dispel that okay. now. <laughs> that's, the, that's what I want to ask you. <laughs> there is this, but there's the, that, there is that beauty of it and it that is. fantasy of it. I mean, it is a fantastic city. And I have fantastic stories. And, right. You know, I, I saw someone having a party up in a window and I waved to them through the window and then they invited me up and, you know, it was, it was a blast. <laughs> Did you know French from living in New Orleans? Did you pick it up? I didn't at all. Of- I'd studied Spanish my whole life because of my family. And then, right. uh, yeah, and, um, and I'd spent some time in Brazil. So I had this, like, you know, Portuguese, which sort of just made it more confusing. Right. And, uh, and I took a two-week crash course in New York and then, and then showed up in Paris and just carried a dictionary with me. For, <laughs> you know, that was, that, again, yes, and I just, you know. So people think of Paris in a certain way and it gets a bad rap in certain ways. I mean, the people and everything like that. And my assertion was always that it's no different than if you went to New York. It's just a matter of city people. They're not the most open kind of people. You know, they just want you to get out of the way. Basically. Oh, maybe. I, yeah, I'm sure there's a little bit of that. <laughs> like, you sit down with most New Yorkers, they'll be, you know, friendly and stuff like that. But if you're in line in front of them and you're taking too long, you're going to hear it. lost, yeah, or at the metro, not yeah. knowing how to if, swipe if the If you're card keeping and... them from getting to work on time, you are going to hear it. And you're going to feel like people are pushy or whatever. Yeah, and actually, I have a little... I do take mercy on the Parisians, even though... You know, I, I could certainly gripe about them all evening as well. Right. But but I will say I learned that Paris receives more tourists than anywhere in the world. This little city yeah. gets so about... So they're over it. Yeah, like 86 million per year come trafficking through that city. And it's like... Or through the whole state yeah. country. But, you know, their population is like a third of that. Yeah. So even... it's like, forgive us if we don't ask you where you're from or give a shit yeah, where yeah, you're from. Yeah, exactly. 
And sorry, we don't want to help you, another person with holding a map. Yeah, exactly. Lost, yeah, they're you know. way over it. They're like <laughs> way over it, yeah. Beyond it, exactly. But I will say the French do have, there is a French thing. Mm, that, no, uh, charming. They, uh, they just ride on that charisma. Yeah, but <laughs> they, yeah. But they're the ones like second hated next to us. After us and around the world, you know, the people hate the Yeah. French. Oh, they do. They do. Oh, well, they are snooty. There is a thing that if, if it's not French, it's shit. Yes. Yeah. So there, there is a little bit of that. <laughs> for sure. For yeah. sure. Which is well, sometimes if I have to choose, and even though I love them both, I will take Italy usually if I get a trip. Right. I, you know, I had an interesting moment. Well, back to my heavy suitcase in Paris. And I, my, the tour guide at some point, he said, uh, Christina, would you, would you like me to help you with the suitcase? And I, I said, well, I mean, you know, if you want to, I don't want to put you out of your way. You know, if you think of time, he goes, okay, this is a moment where you have to stop being American and tell me if you want me to carry your suitcase. And I said, yes, please. You know, uh, and it was, but that was eye opening to me, like as a cultural difference, yes. how we as Americans will be. So I don't know. What, Apologize a lot. Yeah. Like loosey goosey. Like, oh, I don't want to invade. I mean, well, if you can, but yes. really you're expecting them to say, Yeah. My but friend I, from Spain came yeah. out here and visited, and she ran into the same kind of thing. You know, she they couldn't get over it. It's like that fake. And I told her part of it's a Hollywood thing. Mm. You know, but even she got it in New York. Like that thing of Fred oh Astaire my god, it's Rogers. so good to see you. Let's get together and let's have lunch and did it. You know, and then hugging and all that stuff. Mm. And then when they actually want to have lunch, they don't come through. You know, people that they don't sure. really mean it. Basically, yeah. is oh, what I don't have time. it's like overly polite, uh, but they're not. You know, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I get drunk and, and I'll meet someone like, and I say, yeah, let's, you know, we should bake cookies. Like, nobody does that anymore. Right. And then the person thinks I'm, I meant it and it's awkward. It's a lot of blowing s- smoke up your ass when you don't really mean it. I don't really know where it comes it. from. Yeah, and, and it's almost, I'm trying to, you know, over the years I've gotten better about not abusing that. Yeah. I mean, it is it is sort of this American impulse. Yeah, to, but, and, and, and twice as much in Hollywood when people yeah. are afraid to, like, piss anybody off because they might be able to help them later right. on. Oh, I didn't know you worked for them. Yeah. I, it's like I, when New Yorkers no, I'll come out. I'll pay for the lunch. I'll take it though, because like living in New York, like <laughs> New Yorkers love to complain about that out here. They go, mm. "Well, you know, New York people say fuck you. At least you know where you stand." Mm. Okay, well, at least well now you got still someone say, in your face saying fuck you. you know? I, I don't want people to say fuck you to me. <laughs> like, yeah. Every day, I'll t- I'll take the fake politeness. I take the pay- the fake politeness. Yeah, and as long as it's just after that, as long as you don't believe it, you're not going to get suckered in. I love cordiality. Yes, people tell me it's like, oh, that's great to see. You know what? I love that thing. You, I love your show. Well, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll call you about it because uh, it was great. And I'll go, great. Great. And I don't expect to hear from them again. Right. But you appreciate their enthusiasm yeah. in the moment. And it only bothers you when you expect it. You know, maybe And because... that phone will not ring on Monday. Yeah. Maybe because there's so many actors and artists here. Yeah. Because you really learn as an artist to be in the present. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love your show in the present right now. Right. So, okay. So we went. <laughs> I we, don't know. So we got Paris. Yeah. We've got Brazil. Mm. And you just spent you spent some time in Japan. I know. Yeah, yeah, we haven't. Yeah, I did spend a lot of time in Japan. Um, that seemed really incidental. I never thought I'd be there. Uh, my sister actually was living there, and it was all this big snowball after the hurricane in New Orleans. Um, and have, I lost everything, um, you know, as far as all my property and stuff. Uh, and and my father and family they were living in a in a, I think my aunt's condo in in uh, sorry in in Florida. Even though they got hit, somehow that didn't. Um, Wait, they got condos in Florida now? What? My, my aunt does, yes. <laughs> my no, aunt, my aunt, what? Oh, Florida's half oh, condos. Condo. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. So they, yes, the Andy, will you please? I'm, yes. I'm throwing a joke out and you just, you're questioning it. <laughs> yeah. Don't overthink it. I won't. <laughs> Done overthinking. So you're in, uh, so your sister's in Japan. Yeah, she's in Japan and the hurricane hits and wipes everything out and I'm stranded in Brazil and I borrow money from these British girls and. Uh, I mean, thank God for them. I mean, such a godsend. Oh, yeah. uh, and then I, and then my sister said, "Why don't you come to Japan and and take some time off of school and live with me?" And you That's know, a nice offer. It was, it was, and I think she also would have, you know, wanted the companionship there. I mean, Japan can be lost in translation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we were talking about that a little earlier. I I did feel that because that was one of the, even though it's so safe and and uh, clean and everything else, wonderfully safe. And Japan. being in Tokyo, and I was there alone. It's not a great place to be solo, just uh, in the fact that it's it's lonely. And the fact again, it's a big city thing. Sort of floating. They're kind of over it. They don't care where you're from. Yeah. You know, and it's it's. It's a very American thing to like go up to a stranger and go, so where are you from? Yeah. They don't do that in other countries, and especially in Asia. They just kind of stay with 
You don't I, talk to strangers. You just I, don't. It's it's not done. So being solo there, it's really hard to go out and like strike up a conversation with people and right. As opposed to like going to you know, you know in Britain, you could just go to any pub and all of a sudden you're talking to everybody. Yeah, there is like an expat loyalty there. I feel like you do meet the foreigners and they're like, yeah. oh, you got to go to the Rapongi and then hang yeah. out where they hang out. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I had some Serbian friends and you know <laughs> right. yeah an eclectic group. I, I befriended this guy from Tanzania. I mean, we're all hanging out. Yeah, uh, you find each other. You do. Yeah. Plus, you stand out. Right. Oh, You're really yeah. conscious of your race, though. You know, you start to. It's very. It's good for people to go there and and be a real minority and just go. Yes. I oh, look. Look over there. There's some white people over there. It was. Hey, I wonder where they're from. Yeah. No, you really do notice. <laughs> yeah. You for the first time, you feel like a minority. Yeah. And you must have felt like a giant. You must have felt really tall. True. Yeah. And like shoes don't fit there. I mean, most of the clothes don't fit. I'd be like, do you have a bigger size? Just like one more. And they're like, no. You go you know, to men's. You go to men's section. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the men's even fit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. Because you're tall. Say, you're what, 5'10", maybe? Oh, no. You're 5'8"? I'm, I'm 5'7". Okay. But thank you for that. Oh, I, lo- I, I love that. I, I see you're so long and lean. Yeah. Someone perceives me as tall. See, I, I see you in Brazil. I think you're like 5'5". Five, five. True. No, you know, my mother and her family, they're six feet tall. Oh, really? Yeah, not the average Colombian. Well, what happened to you? I know. I just. How tall is your dad? I, he's not as tall. Ah, see. He's shorter yeah. than my mother. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for her. I think he might be 5'9 or something. Oh, yeah, you got his, you got his size, huh? Oh, well. Well, no, you're good. You're, you're yeah, normal. No, you're yeah. girl height. I am normal. I, but, you know, with the mother, I thought, oh, I'm going to get this sort of special, yeah. you know, height thing. But in Asia, you're. You're so I, yeah, I had a funny experience in Asia where this, I think he was a Japanese taxi driver or something, and he came running after me in Yokohama in the train station. And he goes, oh, uh, hello. Um, uh, sorry, my English not very good. Uh, yes, like- they always have to apologize first. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he's sort of, he started gesturing with his hands, and, and he goes, I like your, uh, I like your, and he goes, your proportions are very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to use that line perfect. later oh, no. tonight. Because you have perfect proportions. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Which, thank you. Yeah, it was, it was extremely Arigato. embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. Arigato gozaimashita. <laughs> uh, no, I, I actually kind of appreciated it because I did feel as a minority a little like, I don't, you know, yeah. am I attractive here? <laughs> You know, but, you can't tell. I mean, nobody because they're so focused. Yeah, you, what, nobody offered to take your pick up your luggage every <laughs> no, five feet, like in Paris. Up my luggage How dare in they? In Paris, like in Brazil, nobody <laughs> drove me around for three months. Uh, when what, I was in India. Oh, okay. I, yeah. uh, I, you know, I went for a wedding, but in Goa, it was off season. Most oh, of the hotels Goa, were closed. Yeah. Yeah, and I but the the taxi driver, he and I, we had a great banter, and he actually just drove me around all the different hotels until I liked one. Right, we, yeah, right. you know, because he had nothing to do. It was off season. Oh, right. Like everyone was just what hanging out. What time of year was it? It was the rainy season. So would that be the spring? Um, it think. was. It was actually summer into fall, like August, like late August. Okay. Yeah, I was there, and it was like over. New, it was around New Year's. So yeah, it was like that's peak. high season. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was big. Were you performing there? No, no, no. I was just meeting some friends there, mm. and uh, I was. I, it was the end of a two week tour I took throughout India, and then a friend of mine was living in Goa at the time, so we just. I got there on New Year's Eve day. Mm. Like in December 31st, so I spent like another week there and go at the beach. Nice. Which is great, but it's not like, it's not like the rest of India. It's like India light. You it know? is India light. <laughs> and a huge Russian population. Did you meet them? A lot of Russians. Yeah, they love, of... they do all their tours in there. Oh, I got an insider scoop from the locals and Russians. they said that the Russian mafia is like taking over Goa. Oh, yeah. Well, there go. They're all, every Asian beach. Yeah, they yeah. go to cheap beaches. So mm. you'll see them all throughout like Vietnam. Thailand, right. India. So, you know, their weather is such shit. So they go to these cheap beaches and now there's direct flights and they're starting to get money. Yeah. And uh, which is one way I've said this before. They're, they're kind of taking the heat off Americans in terms of the ugly uh, tourist department. Right. That's true. Because they're really getting a bad rap. They a bad rap. In they India. go in big groups. They don't learn. Loud they don't know the language. They don't. Uh, yeah, they drink a lot. Yeah, aggressive. And they just like trash in the place and throw money mm. at people. And, yeah, and they haven't. You know, a lot of countries don't have the concept of like putting your trash in the trash can. Yeah, just uh, that's I, like I, an I, America a, like nineteen eighties movement. Yeah, and then a scuba <laughs> diver. You know, they don't really respect like the local customs or the environment. You know, oh, so like yeah. I've seen them trash the reef. This guy I dove with in uh, this company I dove with in uh, Vietnam. They. Like, no. The guy flat out is Australian dude ran it, and he said we just won't even take him anymore. Like he'll wow. point him to another carrier that will because they'll see them just like 
they should break just ban... pieces of the reef off, flick their cigarettes no. in the water and stuff. Yeah, just... So they just ban the Russians from scuba diving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not until you learn proper recycling etiquette. Yeah, but I mean, they're getting, you know... I'm cutting a little bit of slack just because they're just starting. Well, just to start, they're new to this whole travel thing. They're mm. only starting to get around. No, and Americans are only now getting better. Yeah, you know? there's a learning curve to it. You know, <laughs> so curve. yeah, so hopefully the younger generation will have a yeah. better. Well, I wanted to say I had a great time in Goa in off season because it was almost very romantic with the rain falling and there were peacocks in the backyard oh, yeah. of this place that I was staying in. Cows everywhere. Yeah, it was uh, it was really charming. How long were you there? Um, oh, in Goa, just like a week. Did you get to see any of the rest of India? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I did the. I went to the Taj Mahal, kind of like homework. You know, you've got to yeah, check yeah. it off. I actually thought the red fort next door was that was cool. Yeah. So cool, it's massive. Yeah, like I feel like the red fort has a whole story to it. The Taj Mahal is a little superficial. It's like, oh, and there's this woman, and the you know the husband yeah. built it for her, and it's very pretty. Like I took my photo, <laughs> yeah. but the red fort is like where they you know congregate you know the history with the king and right. and, uh, and the all red... the rooms with the wives the concubines like is the red fort the one where they uh, he imprisoned his son or something and and made them there's a window yes. looking at the Taj Mahal he had to like stare at it yes and it was the most amazing precipice yeah. ever overlooking the river and the Taj Mahal and <laughs> right and it's all got the the jade inlaid in the um, marble and did you get sick? and there's a moat I mean it was right out of Jungle Book. Do you get food poisoning? I did. I did. <laughs> Sickest I've ever been. I actually recovered really quickly, but it was because the wedding that I was at, there were people from Thailand. It was a full, you know an international wedding, and this guy from Thailand had bought antibiotics over the counter Ooh, at the airport in Thailand. Good call. Yeah, and so when I was sick, he came running over to my hotel room and gave me that, and there was an Italian guy with this super hydration powder. Yeah, and, he knew. Yeah, and they all went into this like overhaul and took care of me, and I, I bounced back Oof. in two days. Yeah, that's a rough one. Well... My stomach was still a little queasy, but yeah. I, could, I could go out and see the signs. Yeah. No, it took me out. Took me out. And I have a pretty good stomach. How did you get it? Do you know what, caught, what you ate? You know what? I was in a group of 12, and mm-hmm. within, the, within that two weeks, 10 of us got sick at different points, and we oh, all couldn't God. pinpoint it. It could be anything. It could be like you drop water on the plate. You just, we couldn't. I wasn't yeah. eating meat the whole time, but still, you just... Bottled water, say, bottled water and beer was all I drank. I, I sort of carelessly ate everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, then, yeah. I did. I, then it's I, just a matter of time. Yeah. I recommend to everyone carrying either a roll of tissue, of TP, or like oh, yeah. tissues with you. Absolutely. That made India actually quite pleasant for me. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought, I was like, I'm never having a, a panic problem. You know, I was, like, I was like, I got this. I got tissue. Did you get to swim Going on the beach the in Goa? Um. I did, yeah, which was so weird. Did you see the creepy guys? Yeah, is that where you were going? Yeah, yeah, you were in your bikini and the creepy local oh Indian God, dudes yes. walking around. Oh, my God, they're all Trying lurking. to act like they're not looking, but they are. Oh, Nolly, please. They were blatantly staring. Yeah. And then I sort of got nervous, like, are they going to come over here? I don't know what's going on. I actually have never felt that kind of uncomfortable, I don't think, in any other country. Yeah, they are pretty repressed. Whoa. Really repressed. Yeah, I sort of thought, oh, if I'd known, I'm going to come out here in my salwar kameez tomorrow, you know? <laughs> That's when I saw these, like, news stories, these women who were, like, groped on the trains and stuff like that. Yeah, the that was recent. Was, yeah, and, and the gang rapes and in stuff Delhi, going right? on. Yeah. And uh, people were like, oh, my God. It was like, yeah, I can, I can see it. I will say, while I was in Delhi, I, I met an eccentric German, and, and he was like, oh. Those are, are the best going? kinds of Germans. I know. And, and they're all eccentric, <laughs> are they? Uh, and so he, yeah. And I initially thought, oh, I'm going to shake this guy off. I just want to travel alone. And then kind of this red light went off in my head, and I thought, oh, tall, white German man might be an asset. It might be good. <laughs> so yeah. then I, I traveled, like, everywhere with him for a few days. Yeah, we had uh, blonde women in our, in our group. And yeah, they, and uh, it was crazy the stares they were getting, and then sometimes they would ask them like, ask them to hold their baby and take a photo. Wow! <laughs> just like, what? Is, oh, I did. They're have, not did. angels. They're just like you know, That's they're so just funny. blonde women. I and, did. But it's they. Yeah, they got stared at all the time. Yeah, I did. I forgot in Mumbai. Um, I went to the national park there, which I recommend to anyone. They have these like 13th century, you know, monk dwellings that are carved into the rock faces and. Um, it's magical. And, and, and in rainy season, it turns into like waterfalls and it's sort of a local secret and all the locals go swimming in the waterfalls. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, and I sort of just, it was our last day in Mumbai. I said, let's do it. We're going, I don't care if it's raining. And the park was flooded and you had to like swing in on the gate. So you didn't walk through the puddles. <laughs> I mean, wild. And amazingly, it wasn't closed. Um, and it turns out because they're all swimming. But while I was swimming, all these uh, locals were taking photos with us. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was very funny. They were they were super excited to see oh, us. Oh, this is my American girlfriend. I think that's what they're going to do with yeah. the photos. Yeah, I'm thinking. Right? That would be in Vietnam. Of all of a sudden, people just like men, women. I took a photo. Somebody asked me for a photo. 
I'm just walking around Hanoi. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you want to take a photo? So I took a photo with them. And that was like the green light to oh, everybody man. around. They're like, oh, can we have a photo? And Amazing. so I'm taking photos with all these people. They're like, they're going to show, hey, look people at the big white my guy. American husband. I guess. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to America. So. Yeah, it's so odd. So back to Japan, you were oh. there because you said your, your husband was... Oh, um, oh no, my, your boyfriend. I'm yeah, sorry. Boyfriend. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Put words uh, in uh, anybody's no, mouth. No, well, so I ended up in Japan again uh, you, a few years later because my um, my boyfriend works in nuclear waste filtration. They have a startup company. This crazy technology, and they are. That's the, what won you over, wasn't it? When he when he dropped that. It's charming. Yeah. Mm. Like you know now. Nuclear waste uh, nor- filtration. You say. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually sort of a nuclear, you know, I'm quite savvy with the with the vocabulary now. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I'm a nuke expert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, so he ended up doing the cleanup at Fukushima when the oh power plant gosh. exploded. How is Japan doing after wild. all that? Um, I mean, they have it under control, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of fear. Got our hope, because it's going to blow this way either way. I know, I know, well, it's under control, so don't worry. Okay. I, I think I can safely say that. That's what they're telling me. Through the grapevine. There are worse countries it could have happened in. You know, the ones that don't uh, Respond know their as stuff quickly. as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it was wild. I mean, the stuff that was happening there. And they, well, this is my favorite little anecdote, was that they had to wear this meter on their chest that tells you how much radiation you've received. And, uh, and they only have, I think, right when it happened, you could only be in, within the area for like two hours. And then the thing would beep. And so this woman is telling them what happens. You know, they're wearing the, the body suit and this meter. And she says... You know, you can be here for two hours. When it starts beeping, you need to evacuate immediately. Or it could mean low battery. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, it's like a smoke alarm going off. Well, it could be dying in a fire or just the battery. Monoxide. Just the battery. Just, but before you run out screaming, check the battery. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is life and death radiation, like, overdose. Yeah. You think they would have something more than a copper top battery in there, to, like, as the difference of... Okay. Yeah, so... Those but, are the high-tech Japanese, right? Right. There. Well, so they had this whole thing where they, they metal-plated an entire building that's on the nuclear, like, within the radiation right. zone, and they could sleep in there and so they because it's protected from yeah. the radiation. Um, and so while they were sleeping there one night, somebody's thing started beeping. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, your heart stops, right? <laughs> it's all beeping, and then and everyone starts panicking, and they're all waking up, and the guy yells, No battery! Oh, low God. battery! Go back to sleep! <laughs> I love your proportions! <laughs> your perfect proportions! You have perfect proportions! <laughs> it did, uh... So does he go to all these places around the world if they have an incident? Did he go to Chernobyl or anything like that? No, this was before his nuclear career. Okay. He was he's um, he went to school in France. He's he's French, and then uh, and and he studied material science and glass, and then he got his master's at MIT. And he's wow, yeah, what a brainiac! Oh, he's super brainiac. Nerd alert! Super nerd alert! He's that's very cool nerdy. though. But as a as an actor, that's kind of like it's a nice yin and yang. It is exactly it balances for sure. Did uh, did you meet him in about. France when you were homeless? No, uh, I know. <laughs> Such a romantic story. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, uh, no, I, I wish that I could say that one of those was a fairy tale. I uh, no, I, I met him in New York when I was on when I had my own housing and ah. I was a very stable person at that point. It was very attractive. <laughs> when you were a responsible adult. Yeah, yeah, it was very. That's how I roped him in, and then and then everything. And then, went. then it all went downhill. Right. So um, so you've been, geez, you lived in uh, Japan. Brazil, Paris. Paris. What are we forgetting? Anything uh, else? I sometimes I forget. Let's see. Well, so I've been to India a couple times. I mean, I haven't lived other places. Okay. I mean, you know, so I lived in New York and I'm in LA now. I I've I've traveled a lot of places. I mean, I was in Italy for a little while, and I Turkey's my favorite. I okay, love I was, that's Turkey. what I was going to ask you. Which um, I visited a friend in Hungary, which I feel like isn't a common Budapest. Place. I love. So wonderful. That's like one of my new favorite cities in Europe. Yeah, and I and I we drove to uh oh, what's it called? What's the famous place that are, the Czech Republic? Prague? Yes, thank you. <laughs> we drove to that town. We drove to Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, that little yeah. city. No, Prague was amazing. It's I beautiful. loved it. Yeah. yeah. And I even, you know, I made a point to sort of take the tram out of the tourist zone just to see what was going on. Yeah. Um and all went well. I was fine. I ate at a delicious restaurant and no, it Prague's was, beautiful. Yeah, and I liked the people. I thought it was great. Very touristy, but uh, it is beautiful. a little Disneyland with that castle. <laughs> yeah, it is. Did um, I just say Disneyland's a little Prague? You know, <laughs> what is it about Turkey you think you responded to, and well, how long were you there? Uh, 
I wasn't in Turkey that long. I mean, I maybe was there for a week. I was doing a long trip. It was actually an extension of the Hungary trip. And I went okay. to Greece and then I took a ferry across from Rodos. Huh? To Istanbul? Yeah, no. Uh, across, I took a ferry from Rodos to a little town called Dalyan on the southern coast of Turkey, which I think is a lot of British people know about this location, but not a lot of Americans. Oh, they have a lot of like uh, winter homes there or summer homes? Summer there? homes, yeah. And, yeah. and Sting has been to the mud baths there. Oh. <laughs> There's a photo oh, of him <laughs> on the wall. And I'm sure wrote a droning jazz riff about it. Yeah, uh, but it's really neat. They, Dalyan has all these waterways. It's D-A-L-Y-A-N. Okay. And um, and and it's almost like you you take a ferries or boats along these canals. Now, was that on the uh, Asia side or the Europe side? Mm, good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that That's where a... the ferry was taking me. I just you know. <laughs> I just got on this boat. I learned this in Brazil. Get on the boat and yeah, wherever and you go. I can last six hours. I know. The uh... no, I, I actually was. Um, I did a windsurfing in on the little island of Rodos, but I didn't. I didn't have enough money to pay for the 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 teacher to teach okay. me how to do it. And I asked the guy. I said, "Do you think I could just get up on my own?" He said, "Yeah, I'll send my seven year old son out with you." <laughs> so. So he comes out with me, and I, I couldn't figure out how to turn around. So I sort of was like on my way to Turkey. Yeah, you know, I could. You see catch a it. good breeze, you're gone. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. I was like, oh my god, international waters! <laughs> and the little seven year old came out on the jet ski and had to tow me back. So you spent some time in Istanbul, I assume. Yeah, so Istanbul is amazing. It's and wild, I, you know, right? I took a nap in the Topkapi Park, and yeah, the palace is for me. It felt very. You know, like Disney dream, you know, Aladdin, whatever. Yeah. It's, but in that sense, it was the most beautiful, rich palace. I, you know, I loved it maybe more than any other tourist site I've been to. Yeah, I, tour, I went in through that thing. Did you go to the, the area where they have the, uh, the concubines were? And the, yeah. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of cool. It's good to be the king. I know. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, yeah, did you get down to uh, Cappadocia? I Turkey? did not make it to Cappadocia. Okay, My sister went. I had to return to cool. work. Uh, in New York, oh. but um, but yeah, my aunt Cappadocia, I was dying to go. That's amazing. What was it about Turkey you think you responded to and you love it about? I think it was Istanbul was so mixed and cross cultural, and I mean, even in the people, you could just see how it had been like the crossroads of the world for centuries because of the you know the blue eyes and the dark skin and the yeah, you know it's where Asia meets Europe. Yeah, I mean, and so it was just and it was and it was sort of Mediterranean at the same time. I mean, the way that it's on the Bosphorus, the water, and I, I stayed at this charming. Uh, it was a, a hostel, like a youth hostel, but they had this rooftop breakfast, you know. Yeah, they're all and, there. I my my hotel, the same thing. There was the rooftop kind of breakfast. Yeah, thing. and even though I hit the bike, that's okay. <laughs> there were hordes of tourists in the uh, in the you know the most famous areas like Hagia Sophia and all that. Yeah, yeah, it was still so magical. The tourists didn't bother me. Right, right. Oh, did you go in the um the water duct? The, the cisterns, yes, yeah, the yes. Romans. Those are really cool. I recommend so those cool. to everyone. Those that's that was wild. Yeah. Those I Romans love that. knew what was up. They knew what they were doing. Oh, they're so cool. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> what I a wish time. I lived then. Ah, uh, empires, huh? Yeah. If only we had one. Oh we do. Right. Well, yeah, right. We get to live in the American <laughs> yeah. Empire. We can watch ours fall. Oh. Um So your dream destination now that you haven't been to, where do you want to go really badly? Top I... of the list. You know, Vietnam comes to mind. Yeah, it's cool. I haven't been. And uh, I think that's, that's where I want to go. I mean, a couple, you know, I mean, I guess Russia would be great as well. My mother went on a trip. My mother likes to go a lot of places and then go, honey, it was wonderful. You have to go. I'm like, where was my invite? Right. Well, you can kill two birds and go to the beach in Vietnam and see all the Russians there. That's right. I, yeah, I'm just <laughs> in a much warmer around. climate, with much better food, with much right. better food. Well, I have to say, I passed through, I think it was Slovakia to drive to Prague. <laughs> yeah. And I, I flew. Was, I hopped over. I was I, a little intimidated by the people. In Slovakia? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I don't know it. if it's just that they don't smile or... <laughs> <laughs> well, Russians, they don't smile at all. I mean, That's... I smile a lot. That's actually how I survive in all these countries. You know, I had a scary moment where in Paris, I was walking home one night, and these, you know, guys threw their arms around me, started like, yeah, Ooh. and they're walking with me, and they're both kind of drunk, and, and uh, I made a joke in French... And uh, and I lied about being American. I told him I was Colombian. Well, <laughs> <And laughs> that's uh, convenient. Yeah, and then I said something, and they both like threw their heads back, laughing, and I was like, oh, ha, ha, like totally pretended <laughs> like it was all good. And by the end, he like asked for my number. I gave him uh -huh. a fake one, and was like, love you too. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, do you have a, like a... just smile, like Be yes, and that? <laughs> 
because of your mom, do you have like uh, dual passports? Or I don't actually. Oh, I'm okay. not. Yeah, I mean, because the Colombian one might be good to have in certain situations. I agree. I mean, one of my cousins does. He's he was sly about that. I love the idea. Yeah, it's not good coming it. back into America. It's not right. good to have. Where's but your stamp? Oh. Around the world, that'd be a good one to have. Right. So so do you have plans to go to Vietnam or anything? You got to. Planned out? You got to make a plan. You got to okay. determine. I do need, you're right. I need Lock to make off the plan. Of, yeah. I haven't done that yet. I, uh, no, I don't, what's my, what's my plan? I'm, well, I'm going to cross your, you know, fingers that maybe there's a huge nuclear accident there and oh, then your brother. <laughs> oh, knock on wood. <laughs> then, your, I, uh, then your boyfriend takes you to Vietnam. Right. That's our vacation. You know, <laughs> we, we like to travel where the waste is. I, I do have to say, yeah, it's a number of disasters that I've sort of been chasing. I mean, you know, the hurricane and then the nuclear yeah. disaster. I'm like, why am I going into it? You know, I feel a little, I'm a little scared in LA with the earthquakes. I'm, I feel like I may have brought the, the yeah. voodoo. <laughs> favorite uh, food, uh, favorite cuisine. Oh, oh, Eritrean food. Eritrean? Yes. Wow. Or, or essentially... Uh, is it like Ethiopian? Yes. Okay. I was going to say, it's essentially Ethiopian food. Okay, because you know, I'm right here, by, right by Little Ethiopia. Here. I, I love it. Well, we're going to... Well, let's have a, an early dinner oh, after should. this uh, interview. Mm, that <laughs> Off good. we go. That sounds good. I love that food. I, had, I did just break my fast. Yeah. I just yeah, had good. A, people, for people who don't know, I just had a you know, physical. I had to starve myself for 12 hours. Right. Now. And you ate a big ate American a omelet. Of, <laughs> a bunch of food before you got here. Right. Early. Well, I arrived early, so I watched okay. you eat. Yeah, wasn't that... That's well, real nice of me, huh? Sort of anthropological. I just, you know, <laughs> it was a case study on American culture. <laughs> Where did you have Eritrean? Because uh, it's not like you can, like, find Eritrean restaurants No. Everywhere. One of my best... My, she became my best friend in college, freshman year. I was, you know, jumping on my bed, and I was like, it's summer camp! And she thought it was funny, so we <laughs> became fast friends. And, uh, and she's Eritrean. Her family is, so she took me to eat the food. And you eat with your hands. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the injeras, that spongy the same bread. spongy bread. I would say it's closest to like Indian food. I mean, for people who don't yeah, know like it, a lot of curries and stuff. Yeah, they have great. Yeah, they have great Eritrean and Ethiopian restaurants here in LA. Oh yeah, well the Ethiopian I know, but is it would it be on the same block? Yeah, they are. They're sort of mixed in. I mean, the problem is they had this big war, oh. so they kind of hate each other. But it's a bit like you know, well, I don't know if I want to like South Korea, North Korea. Like you know, you might not know the difference in them physically, except that now they're malnourished. But you know, yeah, exactly. well, the North Koreans. <laughs> yeah, one big breath. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's what's a country you know where they've had a war, but they're kind of the same culture. Uh, oh God, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many. You know, Canada, they want the, well, you know, I mean, Pakistan UK, and India, a little bit. UK and Northern Ireland? Yes, or, exa- yeah, yeah a little bit. Like, or Northern, wasn't it? Ireland Northern and Northern Southern, Ireland, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah, Ireland Yeah, and exactly UK. like that. I mean, yeah. anyone from the outside is like, what? Well, you can't get along? Yeah, you get big Boston hug. Catholic? Everybody you know, you're just alike. They get so pissed when Americans go there and do that. It's like, well, we don't get it. Why don't you just, just shut up, you know? Right. We've all lost people in it. Maybe you should stay out of it. Yeah. I always tell people, just drink your beer and... Well, you know, be once, fun. Don't get into politics there because you don't get it. You don't know. It's true. It's true, and it is more complex than that. Yeah, so I do it, try to respect. And it goes the, so the deep, divide. and for hundreds of years, you know, it's yeah, and it, you know, it has a lot to do with land and the sort of you know. It's, and we're also a very new, young country, right? And well, so we're the melting just, pot. Yes, I mean. and we can't really identify with this. This is old. This goes way back, way yeah. back. I feel like Americans that you know, because we're a melting pot, you get to just hate the other. You don't have the same problem. <laughs> You know, like, oh, you're a different guy. We can have problems with each other, but, you know, you're right, not, right. I'm not fighting. I don't know. Just don't get in my way on the, the subway when I'm trying to get to work. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're focused. Uh, meritocracy. Um, what was I, I was going to say about, oh, no. Eritrea? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, in New York, I had a, a taxi driver and I could tell from his features, you know, that he was Ethiopian or. or First, yeah, yeah. They, do, they have Eritrean. a distinct. Look. Yeah. So I told him, I said, oh, my best friend's from there. And, you know, she <laughs> taught me one word. It's Sahran, which is uh, actually means drunkard. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's almost the same word. Of all the ones you learned, that was yeah, that one? Okay. That's the only one I knew. So I was worried it might press the wrong button. <laughs> you called button. him a drunkard? <laughs> I did. Hey, and drunkard, he, take me to 58th Street. Right. And he loved it. And he let us, and he said, oh, this taxi ride is free. And he let us, you know. You know, so like all was, the... Um... I thought I'd show this another like female <laughs> win story. Right. All the... Um... I don't know what it is. There's like a, I don't know if it's the owners of the parking garages at LAX and then like at the Grove, mm-hmm. the shopping center, they're all like Ethiopian or Somalian oh. or something. All the uh, attendants, you can mm-hmm. tell just because they have, they just have the distinctive, those long necks yeah, and they those do. features. And, and they have very, they're actually very pretty. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, it's delicate that's why features. a lot of so many models and stuff are, you know, yeah. Somalian and I, Ethiopian. When I was waiting tables in New York briefly, I, I waited on a, uh, Le- Leah Kabete, right? Isn't that her name? Yeah. She's, 
You're or like, David Bowie. What was David Bowie's wife? Um, Iman or Iman, something. Yeah. Yeah. Iman, yeah. Is she Somalian? I Maybe. Or Ethiopian, know. one of them. Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> East African. That's just it. <laughs> yeah, just play it safe yeah, and just exactly. color the East Lean African. Lean and long and lovely. Yeah, yes, exactly. So, um, what do you... their lashes. <laughs> oh, the Turkish. Amazing eyelashes. That's what I love. That's I right. love their beautiful people. And the so. muddy coffee. Oh, the coffee's so good. See, you I love their coffee. It, it was a little oh. thick and heavy for me. You know what I like is that foam frappuccino type thing they do, which is actually very Greek. And apparently they fight over who's, who oh, I'm sure. originates yeah. it. The Turks and the... And the Greek, but I, I forget what they call it. Isn't they fight it a, over more than that. Or, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's a great example. The, yeah, the Greeks, the Greeks and the and Turks, the Turks and, oh, and the yeah. you know, over Cyprus. Yeah, and the Cypriots and, yeah, yeah. So, like, what do you think all this travel and, and your background, just being multicultural mm. and getting around, how has that shaped you in your art and as a person? Oh, I think I'm, I think it has made me more, uh, open-minded and sympathetic if that's, well, travel that's does that. cheesy but yeah. yeah i mean you're more quick to understand people's perspectives and where they're coming from i think it helps solve problems like if i don't under you know communication problems i'm able to isolate maybe why someone's upset or what's you know what's going on here uh <laughs> and i noticed actually phonetically a lot of people will have a hard time with accents but my ear has adjusted where i'm able to hear the consonants of what someone's saying and i can figure it out even if they have a thick accent, <laughs> which, you know, someone will say, what did they say? And I, you know, I go, oh, they said this. <laughs> um, how do you, how do you convince people to go places that are, because a lot of Americans don't really get out as much or sometimes right, at all travel. out of the country. What, what is it that you tell them based on your experiences to get them out there? Yeah. You know, I had a friend in college who had never traveled really anywhere. He grew up in New York and he was still in college in New York. And, um, and I finally got him to go on a trip around Europe, which isn't even that, you know, audacious. I feel yeah, like but it's a good of, start. Yeah, and he came home and he, he thanked me and he said that it was uh, because of my encouragement and what I told him about kind of broadening his horizons. And he had, he came back with a bunch of stories of these people he met who invited them, you know, invited him into his home, into <laughs> right. their home and, <laughs> and he was blown away by it, you know, by the kind gesture. Nothing like that had ever happened to him. And uh, so, so, yeah, I think it's just the the... Um, possibility of the people you're going to meet and and yeah it does I don't know I don't know what you really get from it I mean I guess it's understanding and maybe trust in people in a way well it's a good way to end I think yeah I mean, where can people of, see you where yeah. can people find you on the internet and yeah you where can, can see they me see... walking down Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> at around 6pm no. <laughs> right in front of the Eritrean restaurant yeah exactly yeah. what uh, do you have a website people can see your stuff I, and... I do I have a website called I, I need an actress like com. <laughs> I love that name why, thank you why, why that my name was taken okay and uh, and I felt I'm needed so I you know no. like whoa yeah, like whoa. Like, so it's you know it's like whoa. So it's W O A H. Okay. So it's more of the phonetic, you know, like Lil Wayne. Whoa. You know, it's New Orleans. Not you know, he's from New Orleans. Like five oh four boys. Hi. And you're shooting a movie now. I am. Yeah, I'm in a film called uh, Nocians Two Character. Uh, yeah, it's Wait, very. Say heady. that again. Nocians. Nocians. The Nocians Two. Yeah. Two, this is a sequel? No, yeah. So the, the film, it's very interesting. It's characters folding in on each other. So there's a Nocians 1 that will be made after the two. A bit Star Wars-y. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah and it's... This and is it's, a prequel, basically, you're shooting. Yes, and the characters overlap, but, they, but they're in different worlds. Like, they're telling different stories, but, you, but they still have a relationship to, the other, to their character in the, the other film. No, and you're... Yeah, so it was complex. <laughs> but you're, like, also shooting it? Like, a directing, Oh, sorry, yeah. So I'm acting in it. I have a smaller part in the film, and then I'm, I'm also doing the camera work for it. So I did photography in New York for a while, and I shot Fashion Week and stuff like this. So your photos are online as well? Oh, yeah. That's ChristinaMyersPhotography.com. Okay, see, that, was, that wasn't taken. Yeah, yeah. M-Y-E-R-S, <laughs> Christina Myers. Yeah, exactly. But it's a mouthful. Photos <laughs> like, whoa. Exactly, yeah, no. <laughs> Clearly the best photos in the world. Right, right. Photos like, like, whoa. whoa. Right. So I need an actress like, whoa. I finally got my <laughs> SEO search under control. So actually, if you put in my name, my I need an actress like, whoa, will come right up. Okay. But I'm on Facebook and Twitter and... Um, well, we'll have links uh, to all this stuff yeah. on, your, on uh, TravelTalesPodcast.com. Well, and the radio show that you were on, which is uh, The Pajama Party via RadioTitans.com. So, I don't know. Google. Yes. We can get all this stuff now online. Yeah. These kids got it made. It's true. Well, thank you so much for being here. Oh, this was fun. Thank you. I'm glad you can make it. It was wonderful. Christina Myers, everyone. 